All right, welcome back, Detroit Golf Club. Day one of the Rocket Mortgage Classic. And as much work gets done to put this event together, there is so much more work that is being done for the community, the city of Detroit, particularly in in bridging that digital divide that was once very obvious but is becoming a distant uh, issue. Thanks to Laura Graneman, the executive director of the Rocket Community Fund, you have taken up this issue. You've come a long way. Thank you. Yes, it's been pretty incredible. You know, it's 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 wonderful to see what a small group of people who are really passionate about an issue can do when we all put our minds together. Yeah, no doubt about it. Th- this has been a wonderful day. I mean, the, the this tournament is so great, not only for the PJ Tour, I think, but certainly for the city of Detroit. It's been fun to see the the throngs of people that have been out here. I mean, this is a a highly attended event, and it's just good to be back in action. Yeah, it really is. You know, this uh, this event was always meant to be an opportunity to both see some great golf and shine a spotlight on Detroit. And we always wanted to have those ripple effects of it's not just golf and it's not just one week a year, although this week is super fun. Yeah, it's really about the ripple effects that last throughout the year. And sometimes shining a light on some of the 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 shortcomings in the city. And when you when you when you identify what those are, then you can address them much like the digital divide. And and that is obviously something that you've focused uh, a lot on uh, with the Rocket Community Fund, but but in conjunction with the 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 tournament, this goes back to when this tournament started. Detroit was only about 40% connected. That is a shockingly low number. In just the five years, and, and really we're not even done with this fifth tournament, that number has come up to 70%. How did you make that jump? That's a big jump. Well, like I said at the beginning, it was really a dedicated group of partners who have worked together for the last three years in particular, really since the pandemic started. And we've done a few things. First of all, I think we all came together and around a shared value. And that shared value was everyone deserves access to devices, internet, and connectivity and digital literacy, right? And by just simply making that statement, you know, we when we were kids, like having a cell phone was a privilege, right? You got your phone taken away oh, yeah. from you if something went wrong. <laughs> I know all about that. Well, these days, you know, education, employment, uh, community socialization, medication, it's all yeah. virtual, right? And uh, so it's really, it's not a right, or it's not a privilege, it's a right. And so making that statement was important. And then uh, we've come together and really put effort behind ensuring that everyone knows what resources exist. And one of those resources is the Affordable Connectivity Program, which is a subsidized internet program. We've actually been able to sign up 110,000 people here in the city of Detroit for the Affordable Connectivity Program, which helps to really dramatically reduce your internet bills. Uh, We've distributed tens of thousands of devices. We've started 22 neighborhood uh, technology hubs across the city of Detroit. So trusted partners are helping Detroiters to learn about digital connectivity. And really, it's it's momentum that's just building year over year. Um, And and even Palmer Park next door, five parks have been have been outfitted with Wi-Fi as well. And is the idea there just to bring people into those communities, those, those little pockets of communities into these parks so that they can access that Wi-Fi there too, if you haven't gotten to them yet? Yeah, that's right. You know, I, I think, um, you know, I, I tell the story, I, I went up north a few maybe a month or so ago and I thought oh I got to do some work I'll pull out my computer I sat at a coffee shop and I thought oh shoot I have to go up to the barista and I have to ask her for the password Mm -hmm. and you know how it is no turns out the city I was in had free public wi-fi all across the city 
Now, we're not quite there yet, but we believe that there should be free public Wi-Fi in public spaces like Palmer Park. And how perfect is it that it's just uh, yeah, right stone's here. throw away? Yeah, just right here. Uh, I don't think I could hit a golf ball that far, <laughs> but it's, it, is right, it is right here. Um, so t- talk to me a little bit more about Connect 313. What do you do in between tournaments? Because this is a fun, day, a fun four days, yeah. but all the work gets done... Yeah. the rest of the year. Well, that's what's beautiful about this is we're able to use this as a launching pad to really fundraise and bring awareness. But then the work continues to happen all throughout the year. And we're really proud to have partners like the United Way of Southeastern Michigan, uh, the city of Detroit, and many folks, funders and community uh, organizations who've come together around one shared table and said, uh, you know, we want to systemically change the way that people connect to devices, internet, and digital literacy training. Um, and so we work on that day in, day out, and we make sure that folks are aware of resources. We distribute resources. Resources. We actually have community members themselves who are empowered to distribute resources because who knows the issue better than people who are experiencing Well, that's it. exactly right. When you talk to these community groups, they can really pinpoint. Yeah where these needs are most and and then you obviously come in uh and address them what what is what does this event mean to connect 313 and the the fund what 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 does this do for for you and your efforts and your team's efforts it's just you know the energy here is palpable the excitement the awareness you know this because this is the third year that we've uh, made this tournament happen mm-hmm. um you can really feel year over year how you, you have to do a little less storytelling. You, you have to remind yeah. people a little less that the digital divide is still an issue. And people are, are you know, coming together around that kind of naturally now, mm-hmm. which is just so beautiful to see. So 70% now. Yep. Uh, are you calling your shot? Where, where, how, you know how, how quick do we get to... To being full, fully connected yeah. to Detroit, it's very exciting, and I only say that because I'm I'm anxious about it because you've done such great work, you and your team. I just I'm I'm excited because it 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 what once felt unattainable, yeah. what once felt out of reach, does not feel that way anymore. Yeah, that's really wonderful to hear. Um, yes, I, you know we won't stop until. Yeah. We, we reach 100, right? Um, and it's it's going to be a challenge, especially as you get higher and higher. There's fewer and fewer people to find, and you got to really search them out, but we will. And the other thing, too, is when you're dealing with, like, the pandemic, right, you were all dr- already addressing the need. Then we found out the need was so much greater. Yeah. Um, and so uh, to, I want to know a little bit about your team because a lot of the hard work gets done um, – and and from the perspective of of what it takes in this undertaking, um, I got to imagine it's it's incredibly gratifying when you've got a, a group of people that are all rowing yeah. in the same direction. Yeah, that's right. And the team doesn't just stop at the folks who are employed by sure. Connect Through and Three sure. or the Rocket Community Fund or any of the, our other partners. It is truly a full city team effort. So. You know, everyone has something to bring to this table. Everyone can help make a difference, even if that's just helping people here on the course know that the the issue still exists and that there are resources to, to address it. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, Laura Graneman, uh, great talking with you. Thank you Thank so much. Thank you so much. Uh, and best of luck. Thank you. Uh, going Thank you forward. so much. Uh, we're really excited for all the work that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, Laura Graneman uh, is the executive director of the Rocket Community Fund and the Gilbert Family Foundation. Uh, it is a wonderful day uh, here at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. And and look, even more so, when you start talking about not only what the the 
uh, Rocket Community Fund, the Gilbert Family Foundation are doing. Um, also, it's a very special day uh, to honor uh, Nick Gilbert, uh, who passed just May 6th. Um, and if you walk around the golf course today, uh, there are, are wonderful tributes to Nick Gilbert. Um, he had the, the patented bow tie, um, and that's kind of what he was known for. And so when you, when you look at what this, what this tournament does, and not only in the, in the, in bridging the digital divide, um, but then in honor of, of Nick Gilbert and in finding a a cure, uh, some sort of relief to neurofibromatosis, uh, which is just, I I think I called it an insidious disease earlier. Um, it, It causes tumors to form in the brain, on the spinal cord, and the nerves all over your body. And it's, it's 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 a horrendous disease to deal with. It's it's awful to have a family member go through that. When you lose somebody, uh, the Gilbert family has obviously stepped up and they've done a nice job uh, today. There's been a couple pins around the course that have the bow tie uh, on the flag stick. You can buy cookies at the concession stands, and all of this is to raise awareness and funding uh, for for groups that combat this. Oh, it's incredible what they've done. And out of such a tragedy. Yeah. You know, everybody talks about Nick. They say he was just an absolutely wonderful guy. And out of this loss, they've done such wonderful things for people that are struggling with this disease. Very impressive family. It's a very impressive family. Um, and and when you look at the commitment that the Gilbert family uh, has had in the city of Detroit, uh, they have been a huge catalyst in the in the turnaround of the city of Detroit, into the investments made in the city of Detroit, um, and then obviously here at this tournament, it's it's all very inspiring. Right, it is. Um, and you know, Chris, this disease it affects one in every two thousand births. Unbelievable. It's, it's too high. It's, it's just way too high. too high. We need a cure. We need a cure. Um, all right, we got to take a break. More to come here from Detroit Golf Club. First day of the Rocket Mortgage Classic here on JR Afternoon.